Hello, and welcome to Random Thoughts with Verla. I'm Verla, your host today. And today, I was just thinking, um, it, it's really good. I'm having, like, a break of my own, like, a little vacation. If you hear, I am outside currently because I don't feel like being inside, especially when they're in a house with a cat that's literally trying to murder me. Um, so I'm having a vacation, kind of, helping my grandparents move because they're moving from two hours and a half away to um, five minutes away from us. So currently at my grandparents' house. Well, actually, my cousins who live right next door. So it's just a little bit of a break, and I just get to be away from home and just listen to all the birds and just be outside. Today I got to do a lot of mulching and help dig dirt, which was great, until I figured out my brother was playing video games inside, which is fine, because usually it's the opposite way. Usually I'm inside and he's outside. So that was uh, fun. But I was just having a few thoughts, and I just really wanted to talk with you guys about what I've been thinking about recently. And I've, I've come to a conclusion in life, um, actually, a really major one. My whole life, I feel like I've been more of a narcissist person. I've been more of a negative mode. Everything, I make it look bad. Like, I'm good at pointing out the flaws and pointing out that, well, this is bad and that is bad and you need to avoid this. And that is something that I'm just really good at, naturally. And I think everyone is, honestly. And you have to fight to be positive and to be not super nar- narcissist and all that. And I was uh, thinking about it and I was thinking... You know, those are all, there are all these people in life that are, they're just really happy. And you always wonder, how on earth are they so happy? And I was thinking about it, and I said, the people in life that you see that are really happy are not the people that don't have life issues. They're not the people that have their life all put together. No, they're the people that have realized that they're going to go through ups and downs, and they're going to hit those really bad days when they don't want to, they don't want to be alive because it's painful. But they know that they need to not focus on the bad. And so they focus on the good. Even though they get lots of downs just as well as everyone else does, they focus on the good. And so they're happy and they're joyful. Not because they don't have bad days, but because they they know how to see past them. And that's just, it really hit me just thinking about that. So your greatest thing in life isn't being happy. It's realizing that you won't always be happy and being okay with that. And I feel like that just makes you more joyful of a person. Because if you spend your life wanting to be happy, you're actually going to be more grumpy. Because whenever a hard thing in life comes, you just focus on it. Like, I was thinking about it, and I was like, wow, I'm really blessed. I was thinking about it. I met a lady at Goodwill, and since then, I have had the opportunity to tutor, to visit a public school, which meant the world to me, because I was homeschooled. And it was my very first and probably only time in life ever really going to a public school, except for, like, meetings and whatnot, like, for our, like, county, but not not actually during school hours. And I went there during school hours, and I met the kids, and I helped with a special need kid, and it just really opened my heart to just see, like, wow, it's so different from the world I grew up in as a sheltered homeschool Christian kid, um, and that really was important to me, and then the next year, I got a tutor at her house for a few kids, um, it was so fun, it was, like, summer tutoring, so just so many life experiences, and now this year, they're moving into that lady and her husband's, uh, house, because they're moving out, so my grandparents get to move into her house, so I'm just so thankful, and I'm seeing things from different view, and I'm like, wow, I should not be complaining, I need to be thanking God, because he gave me this wonderful opportunity to meet someone at a goodwill and now all this wonderful stuff working for good um through this random lady so i just it really encouraged me just you know you never know the good things that are come from anything that's why i like a very outgoing person i like meeting strangers because you never know that stranger may become your best friend or they may end up selling your grandparents a house like you never know so just really be nice to everybody because you may end up seeing them a lot more than you thought you would um 
I was just thinking of like things like that. And I have so many experiences in life where I'm like, wow, why am I not more thankful? I went to, uh, in 2020, everyone was complaining about having a hard time and I complained. I don't know why I was complaining. Yes, I wanted to tutor at the public school and now I couldn't because of masks and COVID and stuff and vaccines and stuff. Um, but I don't know why I'm upset about that because literally that same year I got to be in uh, Choose Your Own Oz, a play. I got to be an animal in a munchkin, which is super fun. Uh, that same year I got to be Chip in Beauty and the Beast. And be in this beautiful, amazing costume with amazing director and amazing cast, amazing musicians and all that. I got to go to Utah. And then the next, like, January, like, so in 2021, I fl- our whole family flew to Florida. So, like, I have nothing to complain about. We had an amazing year. Our life continued. We kept seeing friends because our neighbors were our friends and other people like that. So, I was thinking about it. I'm like, man, I have nothing to complain about. I have sisters. I have friends who complain about, like, when they were younger, they didn't have any playmates. I had, like, five sisters. I mean, sure, I have hard times, but, like, I have so much to be thankful for, and I never put that on. I always talk about, well, this bad experience and that bad experience, but when I put that in comparison to all these blessings that I have that a lot of my friends don't have, sure, I may complain about not having perfect parents or perfect siblings, but a lot of my friends have it much worse. I mean, I never thought about it until I talked to one of my friends whose dad is literally, um, he was a county uh, sex offender. So, uh, I never really took it that way. I was just thinking, my parents aren't perfect, they could be better, or whatnot. Yeah, well, this, like, this girl, literally, her dad's been in jail before. Like, I, it's it's very different than that. Like, I have nothing to complain about. My life's amazing. I mean, like, my parents love the Lord and serve Him, and they've raised me to do that, too. And I have had downs, actually. I've had quite a few for being my age, but I've had so many ups that it's worth it. Because, honestly, to experience ups fully, you've got to have a lot of downs. Because without downs, you're not thankful for your ups. I'm going to be honest. I wasn't really grateful for it. I was just like, yep, I went to Utah, and I went to Florida, and I was always complaining, and my life was so much better than a lot of my friends, because I'm not in a financially bad spot, I'm not, like, skipping meals because we don't have enough money, like, I've never been in a place like that, like, I've been giving everything I need to survive, like, I never had to worry about working, so I'd have, like, I have so many blessings that a lot of my friends don't, and I'm like, wow, I'm so thankful, but I wouldn't have seen that if I hadn't gone through my lows, or being with my friends as they're going through their lows. So you've got to put that in comparison. So instead of being like, oh, I wish I didn't have any lows, be thankful because they help you put in comparison how amazingly well your highs go. Like, think about it. I, um, if I hadn't lost a sister to a different state, like she hadn't moved away, I would have taken all these years of relationships with my other sisters and brothers for granted. I probably would be super far apart from all of them because I didn't care about my siblings' relationships. I'm going to be honest, before she moved away, I didn't care. The only reason I would like people would be, like, if they let me play video games and stuff. I'm going to be honest. I didn't care. And then once she moved away, I really thought, wow, time is short with my siblings. You know, I, I, I mean, I still hang out with her, but it's it's far, like, less and few in between or something. Like, I don't remember the saying. So I'm just like, wow. And it, it just helped me. And now I'm so much closer to my siblings because I've put in time and invested to try to be closer to them because I don't, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to be like, oh, they moved away and I never got to know them out of my, like, 30 years living. You know, I don't want that to happen. So I just wanted to encourage you that if you're going through some really low lows right now and you think that your life is all downs and not any ups, I just want to encourage you. A lot of people think that if you talk about the bad, it just helps you get better. Oh, my word, there's a raccoon. 
So I'm outside, and there's a literal raccoon by the woodpile in my cousin's backyard. That was adorable, but kind of scary. Anyways, sorry about that. See, look at the bright things in life. I'm sitting out here on my cousin's patio, which is so nice, watching a raccoon walk through, watching the birds, looking at the beautiful ground, relaxing after my day of mulching. I have things to be thankful for. If I was a slave back in, like, the 1700s, is that even right? 1700s, I would have been working my head off, and I wouldn't have gotten this time to just rest. Like, there's so much to be thankful for. But anyway, sorry. I was looking back at my songs the other day, because I've written some songs, more or less, and they're kind of ranting songs, and I thought they helped me. And as I listen to them, I'm like, wow, these are lies. I believed them two days ago, but I don't anymore. Like, that's how insanely, like, it just took me. My mind just opened up, and I realized I was lying to myself. I was telling myself I was in a worse situation than I was with everything. And I, I was listening to it, and I said, that's not true. I have so many things to be thankful for. There aren't more lows than highs in life. There really aren't. I just need to think about it and to be grateful for the things I get, like getting ice cream. Like, I took the, I was like, oh, okay, it's my time for ice cream tonight. Like, it was a thing I got every night. Like, I didn't even think of it as a special anymore. And I'm like, wow, that's like a treat. Some people, like, never get dessert. Like, everything, like, everything on planet Earth you can be thankful for. And I, it just took me so long. And this week has just been a whole mind-blowing of revelation. Um, I did find out some bad news, but I'm like, I don't, I'm not gonna let that bug me. I'm not going to let that blow me down because when I just get into really down depressing mode, that's when Satan can whisper lies into me. That's when he can affect me. See, if you go in your depressed modes, you think that they're helping you because you're just letting those emotions in, but you're not. When you're really down in the dumps, it's so easy for Satan to lie to you and change you to the way he wants you to be. But when you're in one of those, I'm powerful, well, when you're one of those modes where you're just like, I'm going fast, I'm happy, I'm breathing, like, life's great. It's so much harder for Satan to get to you because you're like, uh-uh, I'm not going to let you ruin my day, buddy. I'm sorry, I'm not. And I have to think of it like that way. I'm not going to let Satan or anyone else, I'm not going to let them ruin my day. Yes, I'm going to cry and be sad if someone dies or whatnot. Sure, but I'm not going to let Satan just ruin my life by trying to make me depressed. And that's not a good way to live. Like, I, can, I still cry. Like, literally the other day, I wasn't even close to these people, but they're leaving our church, and I just started, like, almost sobbing in my seat. It's just the thought of, like, letting someone leave my life, even if I literally have talked to them once. It just, it hits me so hard. Uh, it's, it is a little bit of, like, PTSD from my oldest sister leaving. It really is. But it's, it's good for me to be able to just cry like that, but it's really good for me to also just be like, you know what? I'm going to have a good day today. And I did have a good day. I actually went to a lake with my grandpa and my mom and my cousin and my brother, my twin. And I took a lot of photos, and I just felt really accomplished, because I like, I love photography. They help you capture moments that you just can't. Telling somebody, I went to a pond, eh, sure, but showing them photos, you know? I actually didn't get any photos of the pond, because the pond wasn't the thing. It was like, there was, like, this architectural, like, ruins section. I don't know if it was, like, built or something. I think it was built. I don't think it was, like, an actual ruins. And it was so cool. It was, like, a stairs and things. I might show some of the photos somewhere. They were cool. So I was just thinking about this and I was just like wow and my life perspective changed in a lot of things like there are a lot of things that before I've been like super judgy on and now I'm like wow and I think there's just a huge veil that was torn off of my face within this last week a huge growing um thing like I was talking to one of my friends and <laughs> she was telling me why this guy liked her for personality not looks and I sat there like mm-hmm. and internally I was thinking like there is no way because I know this 
guy she's talking about. And I know that type of personality that he likes in people and friends and potentially, like, girls. And it does not match her personality at all. And I was like, oh, my word, she's being deceived by him. This is terrible. He likes her for looks. How could he do that? How could she fall for that? And I stepped back. And I realized I was in the same situation. And that the person that I had thought liked me for personality did not like me for personality at all. And it was clear. It was clear to see it wasn't my personality he liked either. Because it was personality he wouldn't like us both. And I made that discovery and I was kind of mad because... uh, I'll put it this way. Verla doesn't take it lightly when somebody likes her for just looks. She really doesn't like that. Like, at all. Like, I got to the point where I was ready to go over to that person's house with punching gloves and beat the life out of the person because... That is wrong. It is a sin. It is a serious sin in my mind. Maybe not everyone sees it this way, but in my mind, it is a sin to like someone for looks only. So that was my big low of the week, uh, figuring out that the person that had made me feel so special and loved and cared for only cared about my looks. And so I'm like, mm-mm, he's not seeing anything of me anymore. Like, I'm like, I don't even want him to see my face. Like, no. I, that's just wrong. And I don't want to tempt him because if I'm around him, I don't want him to think, like, that I'm giving into this whole splot. So, that's fun. I'll have to work through that sometime. That's the hard part about life. You can't just ignore your problems. You have to deal with them. But I'm still having a good day. Because even through all of this, I've learned that, you know, it's great. God doesn't love you for looks. He loves you for you. And that's really good because if he liked us for looks... uh, That'd be kind of sad. So I'm just, I'm having a good day. And then I had some, like, mod, um, changes on my views of modesty. I was just being so judgmental of everybody. Like, well, that person wore those shorts that were way too high. Like, yes, I still judge you. Like, if the school dress code says you cannot wear shorts that are above, like, two inches above the knee or whatnot, or they go down, like, past your fingertips, then don't wear it. Like, I'm going to judge you on that because you should be following the rules at school. But... Like, in their own free time. I was judging people in their own free time. They chose to wear shorty shorts or they chose to wear crop tops. And I was like, oh, that person. And I need to not do that. And it hit me. And I realized, wow, this is terrible. Like, would I want somebody judging me if I wore something they didn't agree with? No. I thought about it. I have someone that I'm terrified that they might look down on me and be like, oh, that, that shirt's too tight. Or too much your skin's showing you, you know? I hate it when I feel like someone's judging me. And I realized... Why on earth am I judging this person? And then it hit me, and I was, like, thinking about my modesty standards, and I realized they weren't really mine at all, that they were my family's, and I'm like, I'm going to get my own modesty standards, and I thought, you know what? A lot of the people that influenced my life in a good way, they wear shorty shorts, and I don't find them tempting. If someone's wearing shorty shorts, I'm not just thinking, wow, they're showing a lot of skin. Like, no, I think it's just comfortable, and I'm like, you know what? I think I can wear shorty shorts, and I honestly think that it... uh, I'm not breaking my conscience anymore, and I did it, and I'm in front of the person that told me that I literally should not wear shorty shorts ever, and that person didn't get mad at me, didn't glare at me, just treated me normally, and I was like, you know what, it's fine, like, my sister wears them, and, like, a lot of people do, and I'm like, I'm gonna wear shorty shorts now, because I'm sick of judging people for what they look like, and then saying I hate being judged, and I'm like, no, so I'm changing a little bit on that, I'm not wearing crop tops, no, um, that's a whole nother issue. I'm like, showing your belly, does that mean, like, if you show your belly, does someone think, like, you know, I'm just thinking about this. It's like, y'all, when I see somebody's belly, I just want to, I don't know, like, how how does a belly, is a belly inappropriate? Is a belly, like, 
Because that's the thing about it. Like, people are like, oh, you can't show your bellies. And those same people, when they get pregnant, they're, like, like flashing their belly. And you're just like, okay, so is your belly, like, not inappropriate? Like, I don't get it with the whole crop top. I don't want to wear crop tops personally because I feel like once you're wearing a crop top, you just keep pushing your limits. I mean, if you can keep pushing your limits to crop tops, then after crop tops, it gets, you know, it just goes up and up. Yeah, so those are a little bit pushing it for me. But if you're wearing a crop top, I'm not going to, like, look down on you and be like, this person's terrible. Because I realized I need to stop judging people for their outward appearance. Because the literal Bible says, and I quote, God looks at the heart and man judges the outward appearance or looks at the outward appearance or whatnot. And it's so true. Literally, man, I'm sorry, that's a terrible joke, but it, it, it's true. I mean, it, it, but like women judge too. We really are very judgy. We're like, I'm that person's outfits too. Like, come on, we need to not do that. We need to not judge because being on the receiving end of judge is painful. And I know that because it's happened to me. And I decided, you know what? I think that honestly, wearing shorty shorts is not a sin. Now, when they start showing, like, your glutes, then that's a little bit, that's a little bit pushing it. But if your glutes aren't showing, I think it's fine because it just helps you stay cold. And I run warm. I'm going to be honest. I run warm. So I'm out here wearing my top, uh, tank top and my shorty shorts. And I'm like, you know what? I don't feel immodest at all. I don't feel like I'm showing too much skin. I think that this is fine. So I just wanted to say that. Have a good day and have a positive attitude and don't let Satan or anybody else ruin that positive attitude unless you, like, need to cry. Because, like, crying is good, but you can't always be, like, you need to be able to have those bad moments. Like, that can't sound bad. You need to be able to have those moments where you just cry and talk about your painful moments. But you cannot let your every second be reflecting those painful moments because you've got to have moments free of those maybe bad memories or just bad life issues. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but, like... I still have them, but I need to not really focus on it. And I'm telling you this because I'm telling myself this. I'm, I'm working on it so hard to just be in the moment because when I'm not in the moment, I miss so much. Like, I'm enjoying time. My grandpa um, recently got diagnosed with Alzheimer's and, like, dementia and all that. And it's really hard because you just got to watch his memory fade. He can't use a microwave anymore. He can't use a lot of things. Um, he just can't work with clocks. He can't really read them very well sometimes. And it's really hard to just watch as you know their life is really coming to an end and you are just really counting minutes until they're gone. And it should help me to just, wow, be in present, be in a time. If you're seeing family you only see like once a year, get off your phone, get off your computer and go hang out with them. And you're probably thinking this is ironic because I'm with my family right now. Yes, well, my grandparents left because they had a small group thing and my cousin is currently at marching band practice. So I'm not like actually like missing like, it's only my family that I see every day. And I've been with them all day, so I, I have had lots of good moments, though. When we went to the pond, it was just being with Grandpa and just letting him talk. Because you know me. Maybe you don't. But I talk a lot. And so I tend to overtalk people. But, yep. And I just felt it necessary to add that. And the last thing I talked about, happiness a lot. Um, and happiness is great and all, but I just really need to add this. Happiness is based on your situation, based on actions it's a feeling like joy is not joy is that feeling from the constant like love of god like so joy is when you look at god's love and you just are just joyful because he loves you and that just makes you joyful that happy is when things go good i'm happy and when things go not good i'm not happy that's really what happy is and so 
if you try to be happy, then you have to get rid of bad things in your life, which you can't. So just I thought I had to add that. And then I feel like there's something else I was going to think. So just the people in life that seem like they got it all, they don't got it all. And if they seem like they got it all, it's because they've learned to master their emotions. Or, this is a big or, some people master their emotions well, but other people trap them. Or they uh, suffocate them. And they think that if they, you know, destroy their emotions, they'll be good. But the problem is if you destroy your emotions and you try trapping them, it causes a lot of life issues. Mastering them is much better. Quote from uh, Humpty Dumpty in the play I was in. I'm sure it's in the book or something, but it's, you must master your emotions or your emotions will master you. Or maybe it was words, but something like that. Just like you got to master your emotions or they'll master you. And if your emotions do the driving, you end up in a lot of car crashes in life. And those are painful. Crashes, they literally hurt. They burn sometimes. You uh, have to go to the hospital and get help. And it's a long recovery. <laughs> you know, when you get in a car crash, you don't just go to the hospital. And then all of a sudden, you're better. You know, it takes time to heal. In the same way, if you let your emotions do the driving. Oh, the raccoon's back. Oh, my word, he's adorable. So in the same way, if you let your... Motions to the driving. Oh, he's trying to get into the shed. Don't you do it, buddy. Don't do it. Don't. Ooh. Sorry. I'm very distracted. Oh, he's so cute. He's like looks like a sea otter. Anyways, in the same way, if you do let your emotions to the driving, you get an emotional car crashes. So, just make sure you know that. So, just aim for joy. And the people in life that just seem always joyful and happy are often the people that have gone through the most hard stuff. I mean, seriously. Because they know that they're not going to let those hard things get in their way. And so even if they have a lot of hard stuff, they also have been hurt by a lot of things. Usually people that are joyful, that are, they've been hurt by a lot of things. And they've learned, you know what, it's not worth it to let that destroy your attitude. 